Hey guys, it's Brianna here. Welcome to another episode of Oh Brother, Your Favorite Big Brother Podcast, where I'm joined by my Big Brother obsessed friends to chat all things BB. Listen as we discuss all of the alliances, backdoors, and twists you love to watch. Plus, we'll let you in on some live feed moments that you may have missed. Enjoy! We're back and have a special guest co-host today, my bestie Fallon. Say hey. Hey. So Fallon and I have known each other for legit ever. We've known each other since elementary school and we've been besties for the longest as the Gen Zers say. Um, And this is her first season watching Big Brother, but you're like a big survivor girl, right? Yeah, I've watched a lot of seasons. Yeah, so your gateway into Sir, or into Big Brother was Suri being on. Yep. Does Joe watch Big Brother with you or no? Mm, he'll pop in, but he doesn't really care yeah. to watch it. And I feel like, I don't know if this is the case or not, but since you just had a baby, I feel like the timing was perfect where it's like, oh, I have to be like home with the baby, like breastfeeding and stuff. It's like, oh, easy thing to put on the live feeds like in the background when you're like just chilling with the baby. <laughs> yeah, she's... She likes the show, too. <laughs> Who's her favorite? Um, I think she likes Cam. I think she's rooting for him. Oh, no. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he does call himself Daddy all the time. Oh, no. Never mind. Never hate mind. it. Never hate mind. It. Bertha, the hair. No. <laughs> Bertha. I'm glad that... Um, I mean, we'll get to it later. I'm glad that Bertha stayed over Jared, but I would prefer for both of them to be gone if I had my choice. That's true. But since Fallon is into Survivor, um, and I just got into Survivor, it's funny because our, like, the way we watch Survivor and Big Brother is, like, the opposite, I feel mm-hmm. like, because you know all the, like, seasons of Survivor, and I know, like, all the seasons of Big Brother. Um, but I started watching Survivor for 43, the one that Marianne won. So I don't, I'm, like, a baby Survivor fan. Um But since the Survivor premiere was last week and they skipped one episode of Big Brother, we figured we should just cover it because we can. So that's what we're going to do. If you're here for Big Brother and Big Brother only and you're like, I don't give a shit about Survivor. How dare you? First of all, how dare you? Second of all, I suppose I will allow you to skip this section. Um, So editing Brianna will pop in here and let you know like what timestamp to skip to so that you can skip over um survivor premiere recap but just know that we're judging you hardcore (laughs) (laughs) editing brianna here to let you know that you can skip ahead to around 18 minutes 10 seconds to jump right into big brother stuff okay let's jump right in i guess like first impression from the episode what would you say like do you have favorites was there anything that like struck you immediately about it I mean, the only one who stands out is Brandon, even though he's such like a, he seems like he's not gonna win, but I have hope yeah, that he, he goes far because he's struggling. He got like a lot of screen time too in the first episode, Very which true. worried me at first when his tribe ended up the ones that had to send someone out because I'm always the one that's like, why are they giving this person so much screen time? Does that mean like this is their last episode, you know? 
And I feel like the last few seasons of Survivor that I watched, they've been good about not spoiling it like that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like... You can tell when you're watching yeah. it. Or when you rewatch, you're like, oh, okay. I'm so. like, hmm, this person got a lot of screen time this episode. Like, are they going to go out? I will say Brandon was bothering me a little bit in yeah, the very like first competition. Cry baby a little bit. Sorry. I was like, please get it together. Get your ass up on that boat. It's also funny because I felt like he kind of beast moded like the first part. Like they went so quick because I think they were the first ones back to the boat. And then he just panicked and could not get up the ladder. I was like, dude, you're right there. Just go. Maybe he's doing it on purpose. He, he wants could to be. show the 180. Yeah. Maybe. Um, do you feel like people do that on Survivor? Like, do you think people try to play up like stuff, mm. even for the cameras? Intentionally, I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe he could be playing. He yeah. seems like a gamer. I don't know. He, yeah, I could see that, especially because he's a super fan too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see about Brandon. I was a little, I had secondhand embarrassment for him in that episode. So we'll see what what he brings. But my <laughs> the first thing. I guess my first reaction to, like, the beginning part of the episode was, A, I was excited to see Bruce back because I was bummed that he had to leave last season because of, like, the medical injury or whatever. Um, But when Emily was coming at him, like, minute one in the episode. Unnecessary. I was like, you're coming in way too hot. Yeah. Girl. I was like, this is not the time nor the place. She has one of those really, like, grading annoying personality this is stacy dilson right? yeah this okay. is stacy <laughs> Malin compared um emily to stacy if you've ever watched what is it, zoe 101 yeah yeah and you'll see it you'll see the connection in looks and in personality i feel like she kind of looks like her too she's just missing the stutter but you know stacy lost the stutter unless she has it again or i forget if zoe 102 had it or not i, I know because she got hit by that car yeah but then <laughs> I think she got it back or whatever. Massachusetts. Yeah. She- yeah, I think she did get it back, actually. I don't know. Well, maybe um, Emily will fall off a, a cliff during Survivor and get a stutter. I hope she doesn't last. I'm sorry. I know. Same. Um, yeah. I feel like she, I mean, we already saw in the first episode, like, she rubs people the wrong way mm-hmm. and she has trouble, like, making relationships with people. So I feel like... I don't know. I think she would have gone if, if what's-her-face Hannah didn't, like, essentially self-evict herself. She would have. I think Emily definitely would have been gone. Like, even when, so they did the sweat for Savvy thing, which I felt like was such a waste of time because nobody won it. And mm-hmm. they sh- I felt like they should have done the puzzle part first. I get that the point was, like, make them work to get to the puzzle. But then it was, like, they did all that work to get to a puzzle that seemed like freaking impossible to do i'm like it must have been they a usually trick get to it, it though yeah yeah so i, I mean i guess it's interesting that they didn't yeah the fact that nobody got it i was yeah. like why just wasting my time watching this um but the first thing emily said when they went on the sweat versus savvy thing was oh i'm suspicious of them like they're gonna be like getting a reward or like doing something and then when they came back with nothing she doubled down on it she was like oh they definitely took a reward. They did this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you could think. Like, I probably would be thinking that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I would be, like, Careful what you say, though. But, yeah, you can't say it out loud. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You got to be really. I mean, I guess Survivor is a social game. Not as much as Big Brother is. But 
it's still like so much of a social game that everything you say comes back to you yeah you can't say shit like that and not expect people to pick up on it yeah especially when it's that early like we see that in big brother too where when people have nothing to go on they don't know you even like the tiniest thing you say or do is grounds for getting you out so it's like what was that girl's name the blonde one Oh, Riley. Riley, yeah. yeah. And then um, the doctor. Heisem. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor. The doctor. He was or, coming um, after her. Uh, what did Jared call him? Uh, Hyman. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The same thing. Like, Riley didn't really do anything that bad. But no. once you get that reputation, they're like, oh, we don't have anyone else to go against. So it's got to be you. I like that there were two people from Massachusetts just because, you know, we're from Mass. So it's like fun to see what, how we are portrayed like on TV. Yeah. And they, he's like a lawyer. I forget it. Um, Jake. Jake. Yeah. He, yeah. He's got like the thick Boston accent. He's definitely like the, they're like, I feel like they always have somebody who has like a thick like city accent. Mm-hmm. Like when they had um the firefighter guy, Mike, I think his name was Mike. On Marianne's season. The one that yeah, got really Mike, far. Okay. Yeah. Um, he had like the thick like New Jersey accent or whatever. I'm like, I feel like they always have somebody who's like the city guy. Um, and then the girl, I don't remember her name this season. That's from Salem. There's not a firefighter this season. I, I know I they usually always that. do yeah. one, huh? It's probably, yeah. Or they have a nurse, I think. I have to look at the cast. Yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember the girl's name that's from Salem, but I liked her. She's the she one that... She was fun. She was like, all oh, the vibes of these people. Yeah, she yeah. did the, like, um, astrology thing, and then they made They're the, like, Virgos. September alliance yeah. or whatever it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay, I kind of like this cute. The only other person that I had, like, a strong reaction to was that Sifu guy, the guy who was, like, aggressively searching for idols. Yeah. He's funny, though. He remind he Yeah, they were talking about him being a Tony. I'm like, I could see that, but I hope he stays... I don't know like anything about the Tony guy, but I know people Tony's talk just about a him. Wild card. Oh, okay. He's just fun. He makes. I was gonna say a snack shack, but it's um. <laughs> oh my god! No, I don't even know the word or whatever. It's a snack shack, but. It's... <laughs> yeah, I heard of Tony, but I don't know enough about like those seasons. But he was like searching for the idols and thought like, he was like talking to the camera, saying like, "Oh, like I've been searching, but nobody has a clue." And then it cuts to everyone else being like, "Where is he?" Tony's searching for idols right now. Tony. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, Sifu. <laughs> um, and then when he got caught spying. Spy Shack. That's what like, it was called. Dude, yeah, oh, one spy in the trees shack. and then one in the below. And yeah, he didn't even make the Spy Shack. He was just hiding. That's what Tony called his thing? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. And it worked. A spy Shack. Well, it didn't work for Sifu. They saw it, caught him in the grass, like, peeking at them. And he was like, oh, I just, like happened to come across you guys and they were like you're bullshitting us right now i don't know who my favorites are i feel like usually after the first episode i like quickly have like one or two people that i'm like ooh, i'm kind of like rooting for them already mm-hmm. i don't feel like i have that this time around a yellow's gonna be underdog and they're gonna be wiped out just like yeah. tika in like the last season mm-hmm. and maybe they'll do okay mm, i don't know we'll see yeah i don't know i've I also feel like this season, I don't know. These people don't feel like survivors to me. No. They feel like people who, like freaking Hannah, who left, that like 
want to be in their bed with their food and their what did she say her, her nicotine and xyz I'm like i don't know i'm i hope that we'll get like some good people but we have to they need to make that up because yeah. that was lame that whole eviction or what do you call it in survivor what is it called when they leave is there a word for it it's not eviction it's um, something else right they got their torch snuffed they just got oh, voted yeah. off the island pretty much voted off the island yeah she that was so annoying like a terrible way to start off the season and i was annoyed that um what's his face jeff didn't give her more shit for it he's just being elmo yeah <laughs> you would think that he would have because i feel like in other seasons he was more like talkative yeah about stuff like that he probably talked about it in his podcast oh he's like oh i was upset and disappointed i didn't watch it yet but i yeah because he's mm. not as savage as he was on the show maybe he knows he doesn't want to get canceled yeah that's true oh, i wish he did it though i know he's julie gonna... used to be like that too she doesn't do it as much anymore but like i just always think and i think i've talked about this on the podcast before but like one of the early early seasons of big brother i think it was season three um this guy marcellus won the veto and was convinced by other house guests that he was safe so he didn't use it on himself and then he got evicted so when he walked out to julie the first thing that she did when he sat down was smack him on the head with her like little interview cards Mm -hmm. she was like i have marcellus i have to do this and she like smacked him on the top of his bald head with the cards and she was like that's from your mother did you say this in one of your episodes yeah we talked about this before on the (laughs) podcast but um she was like, literally, like, why the hell did you not use the veto, save yourself? And he was like, I, I know it was dumb. I thought I was safe, blah, blah, blah. But she's also called people out for like other stuff. Like there was one season where there was like some really bad like racism that happened. And when those people got evicted, she literally like read quotes of stuff they said to other house guests to them in front of a live audience and made them like respond in real time to it. <laughs> They would never do that now, but they also probably would have booted those people. And that season they didn't. They just waited for them to get evicted Mm. versus like ejecting them, like Big Brother ejecting them from the game. Um, But yeah, I was a little annoyed that Jeff didn't like give her a hard time about it. And I don't know. I guess it's better than having them do a tribal where they vote someone out and then she goes back and is like i'm also leaving but she should not quit yeah like why are you quitting she did that interview and there was like a clip on twitter where she was responding to like fan reactions to her choosing to leave and she was like very aggressive well not aggressive but like she didn't want to take accountability for it Mm -mm. like she was annoyed I got to eat my food and yeah. Yeah, it was weird. And like she definitely was just butthurt that like people were upset. But I don't know. She should have just come out and like been like, oh, like I'm so sorry that I took the place of somebody who like probably would have wanted to play. Um, But like it was way worse than I expected. Like I don't know what you could say. But like what she said was not the right thing. (laughs) Um, But I'll put the audio in so that listeners can hear it. But yeah, it made me mad. Not my therapist. Seriously. It's been a morning. Um, Just waking up to the amount of vitriol on the internet and I'm not even on Instagram. It's been something. Um, But it's interesting to me that so much hate 
is coming from she took someone's spot that wanted to be there. And it's like, number one, I wanted to be there. Number two, I left partially to eat. And so that the five other people on my tribe whose life dream it was to be on Survivor could keep playing. And so can I just make a public service announcement? If you're the kind of person to message someone with such hate and vitriol, you probably wouldn't pass the psych assessments during casting. So good luck. I did like that Brandon was trying really hard to get her to like rally though. Yeah. He was trying so hard to be like, you have to say, you have to say. And I think it was partially selfish too because he said that he was bond like he was bonded with her already, but also just like probably doesn't want you to quit because you're part of his tribe or whatever they call them. Alliance. Well, alliance. you could still say alliance, yeah. But they're part of the tribe too. But. but yeah. Anything else from that from the premiere that stuck out to you? Um, I hope Edge of Extinction is there and Hannah wasn't just spoofing us. So wait, what is that? Because um, I've heard of so that. So you get voted off, and then you have the chance to go on another island, and you can fight your way back into the game. Oh, okay. And usually it's pretty good. One of the guys who got voted off, he did end up winning. I think they've only done Edge of Extinction maybe twice or three times. So it would just be one person fighting to get back, or multiple? So every time they get voted out, and then halfway through the game, then they will try to get back in mm-hmm. oh they did this a couple times then because they did it in um season 40 as well um oh, but okay. they yeah, i've never seen it i don't think um on the last three they haven't right no no last okay. time they did it was 40 because tyson was the one i think that got back into the game he didn't win but um he he made it pretty far made it far after yeah huh because now that you say that yeah on the end of the episode like you could hear her when she was walking off saying something like She's no, like, I'm it, really done, you guys, or something like that. Is this Edge of Extinction? Yeah, I'm like, not going. I'm not doing it or yeah. whatever. Hmm, interesting. I kind of hope, I don't know, it would be cool to see, like, the Edge of Extinction, but I'm also, like, I don't want her back. Just because no. it's 45. No, she's not coming back. She said, I'm not going. But, she like, said someone she else do would do it. Uh-huh. So 45, usually, like, the zeros and the fives, they have some kind of big thing. So mm-hmm. that's why I have hope for this season. Yeah. But if it's a lame season, I'm just going to. Oh, yeah, that's true, because it's, like, one of the, quote-unquote, like, yeah, yeah, milestone ones. Interesting. Hmm. Well, hopefully they do that, because I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, should we jump over to Big Brother stuff? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> I know, honestly, the ending of that episode just kind of, like, put a bad taste in my mouth for right? this season, but like, hopefully it gets better. I love Survivor, so please don't do this. I know, yeah. right? Don't ruin it. Okay. Let's jump into Big Brother. So the top of the Sunday episode was where they did like the flashbacks to the double eviction where they kind of give you more insight into like everything that went down because obviously like during the episode it's all live so they can't like show everything. Um, Which I like that they do that but then sometimes I'm also like I don't care anymore. Like go to the new stuff. Like I'm over it. Um, Because this feels like so long ago but at first, the first thing they showed was Corey making his decision on if he was going to put Blue or Sari next to Jared. And when I watched the initial double eviction episode and he asked her, if I put you, if I don't put you on the block, will you use the veto? And she said, no. Um, or no, he said, I'm going to put you and Jared up. And she said, 
put up Sari instead of me and I won't use DeVito. I promise. And they like pinky swore. They did whatever. But and at first I was like, okay, well, why the fuck didn't he do that? Because it seemed like he should have like based on everything else that happened and like Sari being kind of a wild card. But then when they showed the longer clip in the last in that episode where they showed more of the conversation, I didn't realize that before that he asked her if you get the veto are you going to take jared down and she said yes immediately and then he was like okay i'm going to put you up next to jared and she was like you could see her wheels turning like in her head and then she was like okay fine if you put up sari and jared i won't use it i promise and i think that ruined it for him because she wouldn't have been in the competition then, I guess. If if she got picked, yeah. I guess, would be the only... It's like um, it was the chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think, I guess, that was his deciding factor that, like, she had already said her plan was to use it if Jared and Suri were up next to each other. So then when she doubled back and was like, okay, fine, I won't, I don't think he believed it. Yeah, it would have been... Um... It wouldn't have looked good on her if she even did that. Yeah. Yeah. She would have had to throw the competition, which is probably what she would have done. But mm-hmm. still, it's like, I feel like they would notice that yeah. too, that you weren't like playing hard or whatever. And then Blue and Jared having their like mini fight because she didn't tell him that he was in danger. And I was like, dude, like, the writing's on the fucking wall. <laughs> you screamed at Corey for four hours. You don't think Corey's going to put you up? Like, you just wanted someone to blame. Exactly. Like, you knew you were in danger. You just want somebody else to take the fall for it. Mm. And he does that to Blue all the time. So annoying. Come on, bro. Like, don't call her bro. Calls her bro all the time. There was a moment also on the feeds that they didn't put in the episode. This was after um, they came back in where he was telling Blue. Um, he was like sulking around and then like they were having a conversation and he was like gaslighting her about their relationship saying that they're just friends because they they were they're never more than friends because they never made it official because one of them said something about i think she said something about boyfriend or whatever and he was like well first of all we were never in a relationship like we're just friends blah 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 i'm like i don't sleep with my friends yeah creep um but he was saying some other stuff to her that was just very much like controlling boyfriend behavior. Um, yeah. Not she probably does that a lot. She deserves better. Yeah, totally. And she will because she doesn't have to deal with him. So. Right. Huh? Bye, now Jared. Now he's gone. See ya. Stupid. As you said, his ass is grass. His right? ass is grass. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. I was also a little tipsy when i watched that episode mm-hmm. so it was even more exciting <laughs> um but we'll get to that in a bit oh another stupid thing that jared did because he's an idiot was he got house guest choice for the veto um when he was in danger and he picked matt and matt won and didn't save him and then he went home and like on the outside i guess it makes sense in jared's mind to pick matt because he thinks that him and matt are allies and matt's a strong competitor so Mm -hmm. he'll probably win and use it on me but when you have consider the fact that they didn't know what the pov comp was so like it's anyone's competition you can't like count anybody out and if sari played 
and happened to win and used the veto on him, they both would have been safe. But if he picks Matt and Matt uses the veto on him, Suri goes up and Suri goes home. So like the only way they could have guaranteed both of them to be safe was if Suri won the veto. And the only way that she could have played in the veto competition was House Guest Choice because she's never been picked. I think they threw out her chips. He probably didn't want questions if he picked her. Yeah. Because who else would he have chosen? Um, but I was like, if you really wanted to save both of you, that was your only option. Because even if he won it, she would have gone up in his place. Um, but he picked Matt, which was very fun to watch as a viewer. But so he's going to have some words, though, for that. Because, yeah, we haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. Matt kind of talked to her a little bit and was like, oh, I want to smooth things over with Sari because I want to work with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think it's gonna he's going to have to put in some work to gain her trust again. I don't think she'll put him up, though. Like, nobody's going to put Matt up. They all have such a soft spot for him. Yeah, he's probably going to be in the number two. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. I feel like, I don't know what it is about Matt's personality. Even as, like, a viewer, I love Matt. He's just, like, a smiley person. Yeah, he's just, like... I don't know. He see, comes off really genuine. Mm-hmm. Even when he's like lying to you, he comes off like really genuine. Um, and he's just like fun person to be around. So I feel like people want to keep him, which is really good for him. He's in like a great spot, I think, right now. Oh, and then they showed like Sari trying to get Felicia, Mimi, and Bowie to keep Jared. And they were all like, well, we don't have all the votes. And Sari was like, one, two, three, four. We have the majority right here. And they were all like, yeah, but we don't have the votes. And she was, oh, They were like trying to gaslight her into thinking that they didn't have the votes. And she was like, me, Felicia, Mimi, Bowie. That's four. We only need four. And they were like, yeah, but we don't think everyone's doing it. And she was like, we are everyone. Like, we are the majority. Um, but they wouldn't go for it. Oh, another thing they showed on the feeds that they didn't put in the episode was Corey getting his hoh basket and his like photos from home yeah so they put the stuff in the storage room and like told him to go in there and he saw his stuff and then he went to immediately went to america and was like i want you to come see like he brought her in first to see it before he like showed everyone else what he got i thought that was cute and of course the first thing she did was like go look at his little pictures of him when he Mm -hmm. was younger did you see the photos no they're so cute i'll show you baby Corey. them in the shower was so funny oh my god <laughs> when felicia wasn't there yeah. she's like we better go jag <laughs> she definitely could have went back under that curtain but i know they? just i don't know <laughs> but then they would be like why are you in there this sh- that shower's not even on <laughs> that you she should have turned it on yeah, yeah. you gotta be you gotta be, you gotta be smart right <laughs> they um they made it seem creepier in the episode than it actually was they both had like bathing suits on oh, okay um because it was after a competition but they made it seem like there was some i know like his mom's not gonna on. like this mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's the thing like he went from i don't even want to kiss you on camera to like making out with her in the shower yeah he's like cory <laughs> weak in the knees seriously well he said at one point he was like how am i supposed to pace this out 65 days and she was like you don't have to like you set this rule for yourself this is his stuff the pictures were cute and there's um his brother from survivor in there zach the little girl looks like emma i think her name's molly i think she's the one that i think that's his little sister and she wrote the letter which i thought was cute is it like a home basket or they make that for... 
I think the so the letters from home and the family send in the photos and then before they go on the season they send a list of their favorite things to Big Brother and then they keep it so that like if that person wins HOH they go out and get all their stuff and put it in their room for them like Felicia got the spices yeah so like they'll add stuff in too like if you're making requests or like if they catch you talking about like oh I've been craving like whatever they'll like write it down and have it so that like when you get HOH you get it your goodies yeah Mr. Big is always watching (laughs) he's watching now I know it's like Santa so that was all the like flashback stuff um and then they got that transmission about like the zombies coming back and those two made their grand entrance which was just really awkward to watch i wish they waited but i get that they didn't yeah i bet you they probably were back within like an hour after the eviction Mm. they should have made them sweat more though yeah because they did the quick like thing in the episode of like oh let's eavesdrop on the house guests like at the end and they were all like okay so we're what are we doing now hoh right and they were all like yep we gotta get ready for an hoh but they had no clue obviously that there wasn't gonna be one but i'm like they should have drawn that out more yeah make them stress and then immediately jared starts like yelling at felicia for voting him out and Felicia was like pointing out like well last week you didn't have my back either so like why am I gonna have yours and it turned into a whole fight between her and Felicia uh, her and Sari and it got to the point where they were just arguing the same thing mm-hmm. they were both saying the same shit to each other in different words moms I was like ladies rein <laughs> it in I wish I got to see that on the feeds though yeah that would have been good I wonder how long it lasts for probably I know because the, like, Jared Corey fight probably went on for, like, two or three hours. And they put, what, like, ten minutes in the episode, if that. Yeah. That's why I feel like I like to give people more insight into what happens on the feeds. Because most of the time in the edit, they, like, twist it to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, versus how it actually played out. Which I know that some of that is just that. They have no choice. They have to edit stuff out. They can't put everything in. But there's a way to like make it come across the same way as it did on the actual feeds. But the Jared Corey fight, I feel like they did a really good job with. Because after watching it on the feeds and then seeing it in the episode, I was like, actually, that's pretty much what I took away from it too. So they've been better at that. Oh, another thing that they did that was on feeds that wasn't in the episode was, it makes me laugh that this was supposed to be scary week. Because all they did all week long was give them booze deliveries, which usually they have to wait a few weeks to get booze deliveries. And it's usually when feeds are boring that Mr. Big will put like some beer and wine in the storage room and like be like, house guests, there's a delivery or whatever. But they got booze like four times during scary week. They got what Twitter has been calling their Easter baskets, Mm -hmm. which were essentially like HOH baskets, basically. And they were told it was because America wanted them to have America, meaning us, not America, the player. Um, America wanted them to have like all some of their favorite snacks or something like that. I think it's because they had so many like Jared and Cam won so many HOHs back to back that they had all these HOH baskets made for all of them. 
and they were like we don't want these to go to waste so we're just gonna give them to you and say it's like oh like a present from america scary week but i'm like during scary week they literally got booze wine a bunch of days they did a birthday party for Corey, even though his birthday is this week and not the week they did it Hmm. and they got those baskets i was like there's nothing fucking scary about this week this fun week thought he was gonna leave so they did it early yeah i don't know why but they were like we'll do it now but it doesn't make sense because red was on the block during his birthday so i'm like Hmm. Corey could be on the block for his birthday what is that thing they had at the beginning? Like not the void, but they like went somewhere. Oh, the um, what was that called? I don't know. But when first they got time on the bed and the they show, like stuck yeah. them in there, and that was stupid. Did you notice that they stopped doing that with no explanation? It's yeah, because they realized it was dumb. <laughs> That's what they do. Like they'll put twists in or like little things like that sometimes, and then if they realize it's not working after a couple episodes. They'll just like pretend like it never happened. Feels like American Horror Story. Yeah. They just don't make any sense. Yeah. It was just like no reason. Um, oh, what the fuck was that called? The something. Something, something Gorgon or something, whatever. Demi Gorgon. No, not a Demi Gorgon. But it was close to that. What the fuck was that called? The Nether Region. Yeah. And then there was that competition with that like creepy thing. <laughs> the houses. I like that. I'm I know. <laughs> that was like a writer strike thing like they had access to that set because it wasn't being used for anything else oh. so that's why they did that they do, usually don't do that um but this season they got to use extra hmm. sets and stuff it's kind of cool i want to know how they got them over there because other se- early seasons of big brother occasionally they would do things where like they got to leave the house well remember they shot back into the house like, yeah the fake that weird they did oh, that fake like, green yeah. screen thing but on other seasons where when they've left the house for stuff which doesn't happen often and usually it's like one or two people um they'll like blindfold them and put headphones on them so they can't hear or see anything while they're being like transported and you see that um in the episodes they would show it on those like older seasons but um and the new seasons like i don't know they didn't show anything hadn't been close then yeah I think it. I think it's like one street over, but it's all owned by. Like I think the whole area is owned by CBS or whatever production company they use. But I want to know. Give me the behind the scenes. Oh, I want to tour the set now. Um, I always say that they should do a Big Brother amusement park where you can try out all the competitions. Like I want to see how hard the wall competition really is. I want to try the endurance competitions where like you have to hang on your puppet master strings and like they haven't done that one this season yet but it's like you put your feet into holsters and then your hand in holsters but if you pull your hand it moves your foot one and you have to like stay up there for as long as you can um like there's all or there's one where you have to stand on a platform on a rope and it swings around in circles i'm like there's all these other ones or like the buddy games one like i want to sit in that chair and spin around and try to roll the balls i'm like put an amusement park so i can try them like they should do that for survivor or like off seasons or like what do they do with that space well they could do a whole like reality tv they might theme i don't know amusement thing i feel like that'd be cool sign a lot of waivers we should pitch it yeah to somebody huh hello hello if you're listening (laughs) towards the end of the episode they started the resurrection rumble which was the competition where 
Cam and Jared had to compete to choose who gets to play in the resurrection competition. And it's interesting that they did this because at the end, how it works is there's three people. They compete in the very final competition. Whoever wins, it's usually like a two or three part competition. Whoever wins has to choose who they want to take to final two with them so they're essentially like evicting the last person from the house Mm. and so you're getting the choice who you want to sit next to so who you think you can beat basically is normally who you would take sometimes if it's like two allies they'll take each other just because they're like we worked the whole game together i'm not going to cut you now oh jt did that in survivor yeah he won Sometimes that comes back to bite you, though, because you take your ally. It does. It usually does. But Mm -hmm. Fishbatch or Steven or whatever, he was so, um, I forget what season this was. I'm going to say it was like 18, 19. But he, I don't know. Because once he returned, he just trying to go after the golden boy. I don't know. Yeah. It's like you want, like, as a. It usually does bite you in the butt. Yeah. But. I feel like as a player, you want to take the person you've been working with the whole time because like, oh, they're part of the reason you got there. Yeah. But you also don't want to do that and then lose to them. So it's kind of like, hmm, what do you do? Um, It's not about the money anymore. It's about friendship. Exactly. But with this one, it's like kind of a similar, not the same thing, but like similar where they have to play in a competition to like make a choice of like, do I want to compete? for my own safety or do I want to send the other person because I think they'll lose and then I'll get to stay which I thought was kind of interesting the actual resurrection rumble one where they walk across the beam and do the balls that's a competition they always do every season or not always but it's a repeat one that they've done before I think it's usually a veto um and I like that one but I thought it was stupid that they did it in rounds where they did one round and then they went back in the house and then they came back out and did another round. Yeah, I wonder why. I they mean, I don't really know sense. how they do, but yeah. I feel like in the past they've given them like whoever gets the most balls in a certain amount of time and then this time it was like third, whoever gets to 30 first. So I'm like, who, why does it matter if they're going in rounds if mm. it's just whoever gets to 30? I guess maybe they thought they would have some like strategic conversations in between or something but i don't know it's weird of course cam wins it i feel like everybody (laughs) fucking assumed he was gonna win and this is the only time you'll catch me rooting for cameron because i wanted him to take jared out and i'm secretly rooting for him Mm -hmm. and he's gonna lose but he yeah let him go far i don't know sometimes people have like a villain to hero story where it's like there was this one season where this guy, Victor, um, battled back into the house twice in one season. He ev- was evicted. Then they did a battle back and he came back and then the same thing happened again. He like was evicted and I forget what happened that he got to go back in. Um, he didn't end up like winning or anything, but I feel like sometimes people get the like, okay, this person is really good at competition so now people want to work with them mm-hmm. even though they're threatening um meanwhile we have jared bawling his eyes out every two seconds on the <laughs> episode and in the live feeds and i was like i just don't feel bad for you i probably should but i don't a little bit yeah when um Sari and felicia were like comforting him or whatever i was like there he is with his two moms <laughs> um then we had 
the Jag, Matt, Cam, and Blue Alliance form. And they were talking about, or the boys were talking about how they want to model it after the Brigade, which is an alliance from a previous season, which was three guys. And then they had one girl who they cut at Final Four so that the three of them could go to the end without her, basically. And then they just used her the whole time to mm-hmm. like, get there. So the boys were saying, okay, it's going to be Jag, Matt, and Cam. Then Blue is going to be our like fourth person. Um, Might work. Which, like, that's a strong group, I feel like, yeah. especially with Cam. But I don't know if they'll stick to it. Like, I can't, I don't know. I don't know, because they need to break out Corey and America. Which it seems like they're starting to think about that. Yeah. Um, because who was it? Some Blue. Blue was sa- saying it to Matt and Jag, like, we have to start co- targeting. Uh, she called them Camerica. Mm-hmm. I prefer Americori. Americori, yeah. Over Camerica. But maybe, yeah, maybe if they break up America and Corey to start, they can gain trust with each other. They'd probably have to take Corey out first. America will last a little bit, but she's not really, doesn't really have much. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I feel like for some reason, a lot of people in the house don't like her. I think she's fine, but yeah, I'm not really rooting for her. She's not like a Mimi where like, nobody's on she's not on anyone's radar Mimi's gonna go i think he's gonna Mimi's go, gonna go, go far yeah i want her and matt to work together true maybe once like, they like they both, maybe. they'll probably talk more once like less people maybe yeah i hope so there was a conversation they had on feeds last week that i watched that was really good and Mimi was very honest with them and she was like just so you know like i don't she's like i don't talk in this house like nobody knows what i'm thinking she's like i don't i'm not honest like this with anybody and she's like but i'm telling you everything right now so like a just know that like no one else is getting this from me and b if i hear it from anyone else i'm gonna know it came from you because you're the only one that i'm telling all this stuff to she's saying this to matt to matt yeah and he was like no i totally respect that like i'm gonna be 100 percent with you too whatever and it was a good conversation from what i watched i haven't really seen him say much to anyone else about how he feels about Mimi. I think Matt's going to win. But yeah, I think so too. I hope so. I like Matt a lot. I think he didn't, I think in the beginning I was a little bit worried because he's very clearly a recruit and not somebody who auditioned. Like I think he's somebody that they reached out to, to ask, Mm. Oh, do you want to be on the show? And usually those people I don't root for because I'm like, you want a super, as someone who loves the show, like you want a super fan to get far. Yeah. But sometimes like, there's people that just have like the best personality and you're like they're made for this or whatever um so i think as he's now that they're halfway through he has more of an idea of how the game works i think in the beginning he didn't really understand how it worked like the social game part of it and like even like the competition schedule and like little things like that where like america and Corey and all those people have the upper hand with But it seems like now he's in a good groove with, like, the social game and all that stuff. And he's been pretty good at the competition so far. At least he's won when he's needed to. So, I don't know. And he's – everybody loves him. So, he could definitely win. And hopefully he goes to Olympics and then wins that too. Winner, winner. Winner, winner. Oh, speaking of new alliances and Mimi. (laughs) Mimi and Felicia. We had Mimi and Felicia with their final two. And then we had Corey and America wanting to make a final – Four alliance with them. 
Mm. It was Corey, America, Mimi, and Felicia. And then remember he was having that conversation in the backyard and he was covering his mouth. And yeah, Matt, Matt was, like, was, yeah. He sniped mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I see that. Like, he's oh, trying Corey's to do gonna it, go. So I can't, like, watch what he's saying. And they were already talking about targeting Corey. Yep. So that kind of just put the nail in the coffin, I think, for him. Felicia's just trying to hang on to anyone, though. I don't know. She's like, this is my final two. And she's then had she like changes this different people. Yeah. I, yeah. I love Mama Felicia as a person. I think she was pretty good when she was with Sari and Izzy and them. But She's kind of a goat. She's gotten to the point where she's like floating too much to whoever she thinks is going to keep her safe. Yeah. And people are talking and people pick up on it. So it's like. Can't really do that, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's in trouble for sure. I don't think she's going to be around much longer. I give mm. her like a couple weeks. Yeah, I was going to say maybe like number six. Mm-hmm. But So then they finally get to the do or die competition. And I, before we even talk about this competition, I have to say I was really annoyed that they, and I talked a little bit about this in the last episode, but they like ruined the whole double eviction with this twist that like one of them gets to stay because... <laughs> The whole fun of a double eviction in Big Brother is like, it's fast paced. All this just shit happens in one episode and then they immediately start another week and someone's HOH and it's like two people are gone. So like it feels crazy for the house guests because they just went from like however many people to like two less. So it feels like a lot. But then they did this, which basically made it instead of a double eviction where two people go home in one week, just one. they made it one person goes home over the course of two weeks. Because there was no HOH, no veto, and no eviction. So it's like they just stretched out one eviction across two weeks. How many more people do they have to lose? Because you said November is the finale. Yeah, so they'll have to get down to um, three for the finale episode because the finale like four episode... four weeks left or five. Yeah, hmm. the finale episode, they have to do the final competition and decide. then that person decides who they take. Um, and then the third person goes immediately out to the stage, joins the jury, and gets to vote on who wins it. So it'll be interesting. But yeah, it was like, I don't know. They just stretched it out in an annoying way. I wish it was a regular battle back competition, which normally what they do is at the beginning of, like right when jury starts, they'll um, have like, the first three people that went to the jury or like the first four people that went to the jury come back into the house in the backyard for a competition the house guests come out and watch and then whichever of the four wins the competition goes in the house and like returns the game and then the three go back to the jury house hmm. um and that i feel like is more fun to watch because they've been removed for the game for a few weeks usually because they've been in jury and then it's like they're legit like battling to go back in versus like with this it's like they never really left i mean they walked out the door but like yeah they didn't really like, leave like 10 minutes yeah so i don't know it, it bothered me i think it's also just heightened by the fact that i don't like cam or jared like they just if, wanted cam to win yeah <laughs> they just i think i don't know if it was if it was izzy and heisam i'd probably be like i love this twist so much because oh, i would I like izzy. to see them yeah. like battle and like one of them come back so it could just be that I don't like Cam and Jared, but I'm sticking to it that this twist sucks. 
But they did their do or die competition. Obviously, we know Cameron won it. Um, what did you think of it? Like the three, he had like the three minutes for that ball or whatever. There's a survivor con- contest. That's kind of contest. Now competition. I'm getting con- yeah. It's like a. <laughs> Sometimes they call them challenges. They, yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah. Now I'm getting confused. I get them mixed up too. But they, um, it's similar, but it's harder on survivor than it is for that competition. Did they have his hair? On the zombie? Yeah. I saw, I, I noticed that like after and I was like, wait, what? So um, they put the, when they showed the competition in the beginning, it was mm-hmm. just like a zombie face. Yeah. And, and they then put, they cut to commercial and then when they came back, they put his face. So <laughs> if he picked Jared to play, I think they would have put Jared's face. That doesn't seem that hard. I mean, I thought at first that he had to get all three. Me too. And then I was panicking because I was like, oh, Jared's got it. But no. When he the dropped one. the first one, I was like, yeah. oh, shit, he's done for. And then he got the second one and they were like, oh, my gosh, cheering and stuff. And I was like, oh, he's in. It wasn't that bad. It was just up the body, down the arm. Because like Survivors is like a little snake. Yeah. but um, They've done those on Big Brother before, too. And they've done ones where it's two people. So it's one person on one side and one on the other. Yeah. And you have to like balance them. Um. But yeah, this one seemed easy. It reminded me of, um, there was another Big Brother season, this girl, Caitlin, and she got evicted. And the second she was evicted, they were like, if you can complete this puzzle right now, you can go back in the house. And it was the easiest puzzle. It was basically like a um, stand-up puzzle of herself. Hmm. It was like a cartoon version of her. I would say it was like, maybe six pieces they were decent size it was like smaller than probably like four feet tall or whatever in total height but the catch was it was already built on one side of the wall she had to take it apart put the puzzle pieces through a hole in the wall run around to the other side and rebuild it on the other side within a certain amount of time forget how much time she had but she shoved all the pieces through and she was making good time she built the entire puzzle flat on the ground and then realized she couldn't lift it. It was too heavy. So she should have built it from standing the whole mm-hmm. time, but she built it from laying down. When she tried to pick it up and realized it was too heavy, she panicked. She definitely still had enough time to like maybe take the top part off, flip it, and then put it on. But she was in panic mode. So she just started like freaking out and crying and being like, I can't do it. Oh my God, no, I can't do it. And she's like freaking out. And then finally she's like, let me just try starts picking it up but she wasted so much time like panicking that she fucked herself and i think the producers were pissed because i think they purposely made it easy because they wanted her to go back in like you can tell when stuff like that happens like with this one i think they knew not saying that they they probably had the competition planned out beforehand but i think they knew it was easy so they probably wanted Cameron to go back because they knew Cameron was going to play it. And like same thing with Caitlyn. I was like, they definitely wanted whoever played to go back in because it probably worked out with the timing of their season. Like they needed an extra person. She fucked it up. And Cameron's, br- Cameron's bringing the most drama. Mm-hmm. So, so they're like, I we want it. him back. The competition beasts. They love their competition beasts. Yeah. I was like, but at the same time, I don't think Jared would have done it in three minutes. He might have gotten at the end. Like, right. But at I think the end. he would have, he might have got it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he would have tried to go too fast. That's and true. And, like, panicked. Kind of like the shovel one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I can't see him being steady enough to do it. Pati- yeah, the patience. But 
Cam is back. Woohoo! So excited. <laughs> I mean, I was really excited that Jared left. I was cheering when Cameron won, but not because Cameron won, just because Jared was gone. Um, his interview with Julie was really annoying me because he was like crying like a baby, talking about how Ceri's game is gonna suffer without him. And I was like, boy, you going home is the best thing that ever happened for Ceri's game. He should have gone home sooner. I know because he kind of dragged her down. So she's. I hope Blue doesn't um ruin her game i know spill the secret yeah i mean i like to say that i'm team chaos <laughs> when it comes to big brother so i would like to see her spill if the she's secret. on the block with suri then yes she she's has gonna, to use she's, it. she's going to then i understand um but at, at this point i also don't know if it matters because jared's definitely gone now he's not going to the jury so They'd probably be like, okay, that's weird that she didn't tell us. And like, yeah, we're They're not going to trust her. They, yeah. We don't trust you. They'll lose, she'll lose trust for sure. Mm. But it doesn't really affect the game too much, I don't think. And Ceri's good at talking. So I feel like if it does come out, she'll easily be like, like, with, like what do you want me to say? Yeah. If it, in the game. All the people in the house that have kids, she's going to be like, well, what would you do if your kid was in the house? And immediately they're going to be like, okay, yeah. And then, I don't know, the other people, that she'll probably be like, well, what would you do if your mom was in the house? Yeah. Like, I think she's good at spinning spinning it for her own benefit. But we'll see. I would like to see it happen. <laughs> I loved America's goodbye message for Jared being like, I'm so glad. <laughs> so glad you're gone. Ha <laughs> ha. Jared, I am so happy that you're out of this house, honestly. You put me and Corey up on the block. Corey got you evicted. So, bye. And then I liked Cerise, too, calling out Corey as her target. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the goodbye messages have been pretty lame this season. And past seasons, like, people have been more, like, brutal with them. Or, like, I don't know. They've given away more secrets and stuff. Whereas um, this season, I feel like it's always, like, I'm so sorry we had to do this. But we had no choice. Love you so much. I can't wait to hang out after this. I'm like, okay, boring um but sari being like we're gonna get Corey out like out next for you blah 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 i was like love it i mean i don't want her to target Corey, but i like that she threw it on there no but now she's probably gonna work with cam but cam doesn't trust her so yeah i don't i think Corey is next honestly he yeah. might win that competition though the veto but True. he i think he's on the block next yeah i don't know i'm scared for Corey. i'm scared for Felicia, I think she's in trouble. Um, Cam, if he doesn't win HOH, probably will be in trouble. And if he does win HOH, he'll probably just be in trouble next week too because he's been either HOH or on the block every single week that he's Mm -hmm. been in the house. Poor guy. (laughs) Um, He's had a rough go of it. And Corey does get to play in HOH because at the end of the episode, Julie was like, everyone gets to play. Because technically, they've spent a week doing a whole lot of nothing in between Corey's HOH. So, he still gets to compete, which is good. Um, should we talk about spoilers? Yeah, I was about to ruin it. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, okay, sp- I'm going to show my mouth. <laughs> if you don't want a spoiler, you need to leave right about now. Leave. Get out. Leave. Get out. Right now. Um, so... The exact thing that I did not want to happen happened. And that was Cameron and Bertha winning HOH. I'm sure it will be so fun to watch just because from a 
fan perspective, I love when it was the same thing when Cameron um, won HOH after Red went home and like he was on the wrong side of the vote. Like I didn't I don't like Cameron, but like that was fun to watch. And like him winning this HOH after like resurrecting himself good. Yeah. is going to be fun to watch. But I'm like, I just wish it wasn't Cameron. I wish it was <laughs> anyone else. Oh, I just don't like him as a person. I wish I did. He's growing on me, but I don't know. He comes off so creepy. He's just a little, a little cringy. Yeah. But he's like, I'm a dad. And like, mm, <laughs> you're still, but I don't know. You're still weird. So He's a weirdo for he sure. He seem less weird. And then I know who he nominated. Oh, you do? Yeah. Are you going to say it? Do you want to know? Yeah. Or do you want to wait? No, I want to know. Okay. Do you want to guess? Corey in America? No. I no. thought. Is it neither? Neither. I thought he was going to Is it Felicia? Because you did mention worrying about Felicia. Uh-huh. Oh. Felicia and who do you think? Sari? No. So I think maybe he's taking his, like, conversations he's had with Sari that I've seen on feeds have been, like, I think he's taking her more seriously. Like, I feel like he he wants to work with her, even though he who doesn't really trust there? her. Works there. <laughs> who else works with her? Yeah, who else works on Big Brother? Blue? No? Oh, my nope. God. Who else? Um, who is Felicia's final two? Oh, she he's really putting Mimi? Mm-hmm. Oh, he that's kind of unfair. Mimi's Who's first he back the on then? I don't know. So I don't... Because I, who's going to vote for Mimi? They're going to vote for Felicia. That's he's his gone. plan. She's gone then. Yeah. Felicia's okay. his target. Um, which honestly, and I said it before, I love Felicia. But if she went home this week, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Um, but if she wins Vito, I'll be happy for her. I just I don't, don't want to see Mimi go Vito. home. You don't think she will? No, Felicia <laughs> doesn't win. She Except won that, that one, one HOH that was luck-based. Yeah. <laughs> Because she has God on her side. She cracks me up. She was talking to Jared one of the mornings I was watching feeds. And she does her, like, reads her Bible in the mornings. And That's cute. Yeah, she does her, like, daily readings. And she was talking to him about, oh, you know, it's out of your hands now. Like, Cameron's going to make whatever choice he's going to make. And, you know, God is watching over. And if God wants you back in the house, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you think? God gives a shit about Big Brother, Felicia. No, he smites those. Yeah, he was like, she was like, oh, he God has a hand in everything, and I was like, I don't think God cares if Jared get, makes it back in the house or not, lady. But it was funny. Um, but yeah, so it's Felicia and Mimi on the block, and they're doing the POV as we speak while we're recording this. But feeds are still down, so What's I don't the know. POV? The power veto. Oh, <laughs> they're down now. Yeah, they're, okay. they're not back yet. And then it's on tomorrow, right? Yeah, and then okay. Sunday will, will be the HOH and the nomination episode. Their schedule is all weird, though. So when you guys are watching, make sure you pay attention to what time Julie says it's on because they're, I don't think they're going to show on Wednesdays anymore. Yeah, Sunday's Survivor's at on. 10. And then two, Wednesday's episode got moved to Tuesday. Oh, okay. And then Thursday's still on the same but they moved it back to nine o'clock i think i don't know they keep changing the times is it always like this um no i mean there's usually some changes towards the end of the season when football starts but mm-hmm. most of the time like the season would have finaled like a week or two ago so it really doesn't like affect it that much it's like the first week or two of football that kind of like changes the times um but this season they've changed it a lot because of like competing programming 
which is annoying because I think Yellowstone also bumped it. What is Yellowstone? I don't know. My dad watches it. They're talking about it on the Kardashians. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Have you watched that like new Kardashian one? The first episode of that season was pretty good, like their fight, and but they just they're actors. They, yeah, yeah. They're, nothing's real, but they know what people want to see. Exactly. I saw like stuff on Twitter about it, but I haven't. I haven't watched the conversation it. was good. Like mm. Courtney, like digs into her. Yeah. Mm. So maybe I'll watch it. I'd watch that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe I'll watch it. Oh yeah. So if you had to choose right now who you want to win the whole thing, who would you pick? I'd say Matt at this time. I don't really have any other favorites, yeah. I guess. I would say Matt or Corey, but Corey's starting to get on my nerves. Or Cam, because he's a surprise one. Yeah, true. I don't want him to win, but I would laugh. Yeah. I mean, weirder things have happened. There's a season where this guy, Paul, like basically crushed the game. Like He was awesome. He was so good. Everybody's like, he's going to win. And then he brought this guy, Josh, to final two with him. And Josh was like the meatball guy, the one that they did the wall competition. Mm-hmm. His They used his voice and his face was back there. Um, he's like this big oaf, like big annoying dude. He slams pots and pans around the house to like annoy people, calls people meatballs and stuff. And he took Josh to the end and Josh won over so him judd one survivor but they called him fabio he was the biggest joke oh god and they were so yeah the whole time nobody thought he was gonna win or he was the goat or yeah careful who you pick as the goat because mm-hmm. they're not always the goat right like felicia might win i know but that's the thing it's like you have to be really careful who you take because jury management don't underestimate Mm-hmm. it's important and i always say it like he did it twice too paul played twice and both times he took the person he took to final two beat him both times yeah idiot (laughs) you gotta watch his seasons they were fun big dummy and everybody was like oh he better not take the second time around everybody was like oh he better not take this person because he's gonna do what he did to himself last year and he did it he picked the wrong person it wasn't even like uh oh they just voted like weird or they voted against him for whatever reason it was like he just made the wrong choice and he thought he was fixing his mistake the first time but nope russell <laughs> but you need to watch him he's i know a, he's a character i want to go back and watch Cerise's seasons first i started watching the her first season and she's pretty good i like Siri. joe doesn't really like her but i like her did you watch her on traders no you gotta watch traders what's that it's on peacock um They've only done one U.S. season of it, but there's, like, some other, like, Australia, and I forget where the other one is, but it's, like, you have to go, and they put, like, the season that she was on, it was half regular people and then half um, reality TV people from different shows, so there was, like, people from Big Brother, Survivor, um, Below Deck, um, Bravo, Real Housewives, like, they all go into this house or this castle, and they live there. And at the first episode, um, they go to this round table meeting and they're all like blindfolded. And one person or three people, I think, get chosen, chosen to be traitors. And the rest are called faithfuls. And then the traitors kill off um, a faithful every night. And like the whole thing is the faithfuls have to try to figure out who the traitors are and vote them out. Was they- Surya a traitor? She was a traitor, okay. yeah. I can see it. It's like the game Werewolf. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then um, the way the prize works at the end is that 
if there are any traders at the end, they get all the money. So if there's two traders, they split the money. If there's one trader, they get all the money. If there's if the faithfuls were successful and got all the traders out, then they get to split the money. Hmm. So, but it gets like less and less people as you go along. It was fun. It was fun to watch. Um, but yeah, you got to watch it. She was good on there. And then um, there were some big brother people that I liked on it too. I'm watching the challenge right now. I thought about it. I always tell myself I'm going to watch the challenge and then I never do. That's the first season I've ever seen. Yeah. Are you doing the challenge USA one? The one that's on right now that has all like the, the big survivor brother and the big survivor brother people. like there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the whatever they call the people who've played before. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they call them either, but I know what you're talking about. I don't even know the word right now. Because normally the challenge does MTV people. Yeah. But they did the CBS USA version. So um, I always, ever since they did that one, I was like, oh, maybe this will get me to watch it because it's like people I know from other stuff. But I never did. Christina always tells me too. She's obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. That's all she wrote. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap on this episode. To join in on the discussion, use the hashtag #OBrotherPodcast on social media, and you can find me at It's Me Breely everywhere. Thanks for listening. Bye.